Well, I thought, you know, great to get first win in the books for Team 127, but the first inning couldn't have gone any better uh, in terms of wanting us to face some adversity and get tested and then see a response. And so when everything, when, when everything was going haywire and not to plan, we lead off the game with an error and then we, you know, it's just like a couple of base hits with on two strike counts and a pass ball with the bases loaded and guys move up 270 feet. It's just like the wheels look like they were falling off, but I thought Billy Barlow did an unbelievable job, not only getting a couple of big strikeouts to minimize damage for a two spot in the top of the first, but then the response of our team to score seven in the bottom of the frame with Alden's grand slam, with Cam's three run, two out double, uh, and then just some of the big hits throughout the night, the hard contact throughout the night. Uh, Nolan Rockies, you know, first career homer is a, is a grand slam. Cooper Blauser's first career hit as a Tiger is a is a home run. Um, first collegiate hit is a home run. Alden's first Clemson hit is a grand slam. It's just a lot of cool storylines, but. Um, one of the big storylines, just the way our pitching settled the game down, the second through the eighth inning. You know, Billy putting zeros up, second, third, fourth, fifth, Drew Titsworth coming in, uh, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth. You know, we had no walks in, in that you know, that period of time. We had a couple of hit by pitches, but no, only had a couple of walks there in the ninth. But just thought our, our pitching staff did a really good job of keeping the defense engaged, letting them make plays. Uh, and then I thought we had a lot of quality at bats, hit the ball hard all night, uh, ended up with a few homers. Didn't really have to do much in terms of, uh, you know, running the bases because we were able to, to, you know, separate a little bit early and their catcher can really throw. But just, you know, that's a really good club. Xavier's a regional team and they were in a regional final last year and they've got an offense that can score runs. And so for, for us to put those zeros up in the middle of the game was big. Um, so just proud of our guys, glad to get game Win number one, game one out of the way, and um, you know I know our guys are happy about this, but be hungry for more as this weekend moves on. Questions for players, Billy? What finally got you able to to, to settle in and kind of settle down there in, in the second? That offense, I mean, <laughs> that first inning it was hit, 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 grand slam. It just collectively came together and put up a bunch of runs. And, you know, I sat there and talked to uh, Corey Schaefer, one of our uh, mental, um, mental game training guys. And uh, we, he picked my brain a little bit and noticed what the problem was and just went, went back out there and did, and did it. I mean, I owe it all to the offense, so they really put me back in the game and got me back to where I wanted to be. Alden did. Somebody would have told you before the game, hey, first bat, you're going to hit a grand slam. What would you have said? It's unbelievable. I mean, like Billy said, I mean, the three guys that got on in front of me were, were the reason that happened. We saw a lot, a lot of pitches and was able to get the pitch I was looking for. I mean, the atmosphere was electric, and obviously it's a moment I'll remember for the rest of my life. Any other questions for the players? Yeah, all the, it, I, I think at some point there in the third, I had counted up nine hitters that had reached a 3-1 or a 3-2 count. What does that say about this lineup that you guys are out there kind of grinding out at bats? Yeah, yeah, that's what we work on. We, we hunt the heart of the zone. Um, we don't chase pitches out of the zone, which is good. And obviously we, we wanted to first game. They wanted to 
make sure we didn't get the jitters and chase out of the zone. So we can get in those deep pitch counts and we're seeing seeing fastballs, seeing pitches that we can hit. It makes it a lot easier on us and obviously makes it easier for the set, for the next guy too. Uh, Billy, after last year, just not being able to get out there and throw and, and, and be with the team, well, how did it feel just to get out there on the mound and just be able to throw your stuff today? Oh, it was awesome. We've been working our tail off all fall, all pre-spring, and uh, it was good to be back out there um, helping the guys and um, just playing again. Awesome. Anything else for the players? Yeah, for, for Billy again. Just for you, that first inning guy, a lot, it, it's not the same facing your own teammates out here in a scrimmage when you've got a you got a full crowd out there tonight. Maybe did that have a little bit to do with that first inning? A little too too amped up? A little. Yeah, maybe. I mean, opening day, um, you know, I'm amped up. Adrenaline is pumping. And uh, you went out there and a few things didn't go my way. But like, like I was saying before, uh, bounce back. Offense had my back. So, good to go. You were a part of some really good offenses at Richmond. I mean, some good hitters. But when you see this lineup and the way that you're able to not only go deep but go into the bench, what does that make you, you think the, the prospects are for this year? It's awesome. I mean, we have guys in our bench. EB says it all the time. We have guys in our bench that are going to get drafted probably. I mean, one through probably 15, our lineup is lineup is stacked. We can roll a different lineup out there, bring guys off the bench. It's, it's a definitely a luxury to have, and we're, we're excited to compete one through nine. And obviously with the guys in the bunker, one through – one through 40, it's, it's exciting. Thank you, players. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm glad Alden brought up the crowd. I just want to shout out to that crowd, the opening day crowd. It, it says 5631 here, but it, it felt like, you know, 10,000. It was uh, just a great environment standing room only and so just very very much appreciate the clemson community coming out supporting our team um our guys were talking about it in the dugout and just uh you know almost marveling at this is, this looks like a postseason atmosphere here in game one so appreciate the crowd appreciate the community appreciate the support in writing this yeah, script being able to get other guys into the game couldn't have worked out any better right it, it was nice, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you've, you want to be able to – you don't need to have a double-digit lead to put some of these, you know, these caliber of players in the game. It's not like that has to happen because, you know, Jack Crite and Jacob Hinderleader, Jaron Purify, um, you know, Nate Hall, these are all guys that are very capable and would be in any – a lot of other starting lineups, uh, but it is nice when there is a cushion and there is separation and that you can get as many guys off the bench as possible. Um, but like Alden said, there's a lot of guys that, that need to get in there, even if it's just going in to play defense for a couple innings. We just got to keep as many guys engaged as we possibly can. I know y'all said y'all hit well in the fall and, and obviously the first couple weeks here. But, I mean, you were facing an all-conference guy, Friday night guy last year, had a lot of success in the tournament. Did you see that kind of success, especially that early, against that kind of pitcher? Well, we just, you know, we feel good about our own pitching staff. And just to be able to face our pitching staff week in and week out, all fall, all preseason. And then we, you know, we crank up the machines, you know, to throw harder than anyone will see all year and have more of a sharper breaking ball than anyone. So we just try to change or calibrate our our vision so that anything that we see, even on, you know, when we do see those guys that throw 
mid to upper 90s with the you know the exploding breaking balls we've at least tried to recreate it so but I think it more just speaks to the the experience the 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 length of that lineup um, there's there's really there's you know there's no easy outs it's uh, and then there's guys that have either some they either they're bringing something to the table they either have speed or power uh, and you know a lot of times it's a it's a plus tool in the speed or power category <coughs> um, so you know to get to get home runs out of out of the four hole out of the seven hole and out of the nine hole tonight and then a guy comes off the bench and hits one farther than everybody and it just happened to be foul you know with Jacob Hinderleiter um, yeah we've got it just feels like we have a nice blend of speed and power and we didn't have to use much of our speed tonight uh, but Fortunately, the the long ball was a real thing, and it wasn't just a few solo homers. I mean, it's talking about nine RBIs on three home runs. That's pretty good. We'll take it. What was it like to see Bertram on the offset team? Uh, <laughs> I saw a couple guys talking junk as they were walking, <laughs> walking oh yeah. back into the dugout. To that's it. that's part of you know that's part of part of our deal. We'll be as sarcastic and. Uh, as we possibly can. I introduced myself to him before the game, um, just messing with him. But I love Riley Bertram, you know, and hope we can get him back here on our staff someday. I'm so happy for him to get, uh, you know, full-time coaching <coughs> opportunity right out of college to be in a, in a role like that where he's on the field coaching, gets to recruit, you know, that he's got, he was, he was a big part of our championship run last year and he's, you know, Everybody watching would have said that's another coach on the field. Um, so he's got a very bright future as a coach and going to be a great head coach someday too. Anything else for Coach? Hey, the fact that Austin Gordon was in the rotation this weekend is due to him what you talked about the other day, not being stretched out. Yeah, he's he's pitching. He's, he's good. I mean, he's going to start. He's just not going to start this weekend. We may start him on Tuesday. Um, we just he's he's just like two weeks behind everybody else um, in terms of pitch pitch count ramp readiness and we just you know we were gonna we could have put him in there really in any of the weekend days he could have pitched you know you could slot him on Friday Saturday Sunday it's just um, the feeling the collective feeling among the staff was why why push it when we have all these other guys why not build him up slowly he already, you know, you know, we don't want to risk, you know, the guy's a big time prospect and he's got, he's going to have a, a, a starter, weekend starter role for us at some point here very soon. So it was just more of the idea of let's, let's, let's go slow with that. Let's build them up. Let's keep them on the normal progression. Let's not try to accelerate the progression uh, unnecessarily. So I, I think you can probably plan on him starting on Tuesday. And it'll be on a strict pitch count like the other guys all are as well. We're just we're just not going to ex overextend anybody uh, these first cut, you know few weeks. Could you ask for a better outing for Billy to have some adversity early, settle down, and then kind of pitch the way you guys know he can pitch? Absolutely. I mean, that's you know we talked about it, at, you know, either last week or the couple weeks before that. Like, want to see us get tested? Want to see us get you know? take some punches and, and face that adversity and see what kind of response we have. And if you could script it 
in any way, shape, or form. You want it as early as possible so you have as much time to recover. So to have it happen right out of the shoot, I would equate it to like a boxing match where the bell rings and then the guy's all of a sudden just landing every punch he's throwing and you're, you know, just left, right, left, uppercut. But our guys might have buckled their knees, but they didn't go down. We were able to just not allow the big inning in the first inning, just to minimize with with two runs. Even though we didn't want to give up two runs, that was a win in itself. To be bases loaded, no outs. You know, there's already a run that's scored, and only to allow just two runs that inning, and then to come back and put up seven. And that's that's just exactly what you want to see as a coach. So I'm very proud of our guys for that type of response.